You're listening to In the Break Room, a TWU Local 555 podcast. I'm Eric Peterson from PDX Ops in District 8. And I'm Al Days, MKE, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I bring up District 8 because that is our interview today in the season finale of In the Break Room. We're going to be talking to the District 8 representative. Season finale, Al, we made it. We made it. Hopefully we'll get renewed for another season. Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> hey, Al, have you ever heard of the Immaculate Reception? Yes, I have. With Franco Harris. How yes, about the sir. Music City Miracle? Yes, sir. All great names. Rain City Redemption. You might want to forget about that one. <laughs> Seahawks so and Packers. Today. Yeah. We're let's going go. there today. Okay. Only because I wanted to bring up the Denver debacle. I have never heard of that. Well, you've probably never heard it put that way because I just made it up. But Abilio Villaverde, the District 8 representative, definitely knows what I'm talking about. And we're going to talk to him next. And he definitely has some thoughts. In the break room, my district rep, Abilio, I'm going to screw up your last name, Villaverde. No, that's that's good. That's perfect. Thank you. Thanks for coming to the break room. No, you're welcome. Give me a little, give me a geographic location of where, what, what does District 8 encompass? Uh, so Denver, uh, which is my home station, it's where I live. Um, I have the Pacific Northwest, so I've got, and you start going in that direction. I got Salt Lake and then you, Boise, Portland, Seattle, I got all that area, Oakland, and I have all the Hawaii cities as well. Oh, okay. Okay. So give, give me what, what's your biggest station? Denver. Denver, Denver. uh, Oakland being my second biggest. Give me a number count. What are we looking at in, in, uh, the, it's close to a thousand members there in Denver alone. Wow. Wow. And then what, what's a small station in your district? Well, I have several. Um, you know, Spokane and Boise are very small cities. Usually, sometimes they go up to about twelve flights. You're looking at less than thirty people on the ramp with ops. You're you're looking at under forty total members there. Okay, okay. Let, let let's let's talk a little bit about you. How long have you been with the company? Uh, I am uh, fifteen years. Going to be hitting sixteen in May. Is your dad an ops agent? Uh, my dad is an ops agent. He did start after me, though. Oh, okay. But my my dad is an ops agent. My son is a ramp agent in Cleveland. Both of them started in Denver, so we were all working together. So what was your path to becoming a district rep? Like, like you start off a station rep, alternate? Just yeah, to get you know, I, I started off in Vegas as a ramp agent, and I transferred to Denver roughly right after the first year. We only had three gates back then. It was about 30-some flights. We had some really good reps there at the station. I was starting to write up covered work, um, so some of the grievances weren't um, getting filed. So it, it motivated me to want to get involved and make sure that that stuff did happen. Uh, I was gracious enough to have Damiel Moore. He was the rep at the time. We transitioned to another rep again, and he asked me to be his alternate, so I became an alternate. I then became the, the local station rep. And then at that same time, I held uh, the district alternate position. And at that time, our district rep was Tennyson Berry. I ran against him, won that position, and I'm on my third term. 2020 and 2021, Denver is probably enough work for just any district rep. But you got Denver and probably the largest growth of any other district with Hawaii and some of the other smaller touristy cities that have come on. Yeah. How do you balance that? Well, uh, it's tough. You know, when I first got this position, um, I had seven cities and now I've got 13. So I've almost doubled, you know, the number of cities just in five years. Although I've doubled the cities, I've got quite a few of those cities where there's not a lot of um, grievances that come out of their discipline. Not saying that there's not problems, 
um, because it takes, you know, always being on the phone with the reps, you know, always getting on the phone with the director. Hey, you can't do this. You know better. Even with the station manager, you know, cutting some of that stuff out. But it, it's been challenging. Just Denver alone. Uh, I, I mean, I think anyone knows system wide. The rumors you didn't you didn't really want to go there. At one point, a hundred temps um, from various cities because uh, we had a lot of people leave during the VSP. The first opportunity, Denver is not a cheap place to live. People, you know, got out of there. So that created such a short staffing there that you know they didn't even try hiring people for a while. Uh, they were trying to put a Band-Aid on it by, you know, putting the temps in there. But even with the 100 temps in there, there were still tons of Mando. Mm. You know, guys were not getting breaks. Guys were not getting lunches. Guys were just wore out there. I would say during that, since the, the pandemic, I don't remember a time prior to that where I always had to call the station manager just about every couple of days wow. or, or week or even the director going, hey, what's going on here? You, you got to get some people in here. These guys need help. At the beginning of the pandemic, you know, we were already telling them like, hey, you you really need to start getting on this. No, hey, you need to call recall the people back that are next though. No, because if we do that, we're only going to need them for about a week. And it turns out they were wrong. And that just set up the station for failure. Yeah, we're a year and a half, year and a half later. Yeah. Right. So now they say help is on the way. What's your message to that help? Yo, they, they've said that. I know... Um, they just had a job fair in Denver mm-hmm. um, where they offered anyone that came in and applied 5,000 rapid rewards points. I heard it was about 1,000 people that came. Um, I haven't verified this, but I, I was told by a manager that only about 70-some people actually put in an application. All those people came in just to get the rapid reward points. Um, there are places just like all over the country, like McDonald's, paying $18 an hour with the hiring bonus. So they're not doing enough. They they've got to compete with a lot of companies, and they're just not they're not making it enticing enough for you know some kid that just got a high school or somebody that's looking for a job to want to deal in Denver with the climate and the pay. It you know it sounds like you do a lot for your members. I mean you you it sounds like you stretch pretty thin. What would you like to see your members do for you? What, what what would make your job easier as a rep if you could see your members doing these things? What what would they be? Regardless if if it increases my workload or not, we got to stop letting the company do our work. We need to be grieving covered work. We see supervisors out there all the time. Whether you voted yes or no for this contract, if we keep giving away our work, that contract's going to get smaller and smaller and smaller and pretty much What's going to be left for us to do? What are they going to still need us to do if we're letting them do all our work? No, I get it. Sometimes, um, you know, there's going to be some cities where like, ah, you know what? He's out there doing it. That means I get, I get to stay in here. Maybe that day. But eventually, in the long run, you ain't going to be staying there because you're not even going to be here. It would benefit the entire membership, not just me, if we would secure that work, do the work. And if they see, if we see a supervisor or manager doing it, we need to grieve them because it's not going to stop. If you don't grieve them, it's not going to stop. And there are some that would say, you know, I keep grieving it. They just pay it and it just keeps going. Eventually, someone's going to have to answer to all those grievances being awarded and paid out. And someone's going to look at that. And I need everyone to fight to keep the language we have in that contract and build upon it, not keep losing it. Get into that black book. Pay attention to that covered work section. Memorize it, learn it, 
and live it. That's what you want. You want people, when they see covered work, it's automatic in their head. Yes. We, we have to protect our jobs. Now, I know that you really like your members being involved. And I really loved it when you came out to PDX and we had a, a picnic. How do we get better turnout? How do we get members more involved? You know, I, I have always said that um, you got roughly 20% of uh, the grievances. Well, the number of grievances I have pertain to about 20% of the same members. So you're, I get the same people that come across my desk. So you got a lot of people that don't actually get in trouble, right? And they always wonder, well, where the hell, excuse my language, where do my dues go? I don't, I don't see where my dues are going. Why do I pay dues? What does my union do for me? Because they never get in trouble. Right. So, right. Um, I mean, you mentioned the picnic. That's why I try to do a barbecue or picnic at every city um, that I have every year. Because I, w- I want them to see where their dues are going. I want to thank them for, for paying dues to help fight for the terminations and the discipline um, that we do get. Bring your families. If people bring their kids and their kids are going to remember, oh, I went to my dad's or my mom's union picnic. And and now when those people get brought into the fold out of a union job, maybe it's Southwest, maybe it's someplace else, they're not new to the union concept anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they understand the, the family, the sisterhood, and the brotherhood because they remember how much they enjoyed being at their, at their parents' uh, union functions. And I think that's something... You know, we, we need to focus on is not just your families. And we could, I could work with you at the gate and I could just not like you. Maybe we just had a disagreement and I just, you know, one of us can't get over it. But now we go to a picnic and I see my kid playing with your kid. Maybe that opens up communication where maybe now we're just, oh, I get it. Now I understand you. That, that, that difference is no longer there. And now we're going to get great along at work and, that brotherhood and sisterhood just gets even stronger. Like an icebreaker. Right. Yes. Right. I right. mean, I read somewhere that solidarity sometimes means sucking it up. You fight, you mentioned those 20%. You, you fight for one, but you're fighting for one to fight for all. Yes. Bilio, District 8 representative, my representative, thank you so much. I'll see you soon in PDX. Thanks for coming in the break room. Yeah, nice. you're welcome. Thanks to our guest for coming in the break room today. And we would especially like to thank you, our brothers and sisters, for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the In the Break Room podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. You can find an archive of all the episodes we've done, and new ones will magically beam to your phone or computer when new shows are dropped. Also, leaving us a review wouldn't hurt. Let us know what you'd like to hear more of, or less. Go ahead, we can handle it. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at TWU Local 555. While we're at it, bookmark TWU555.org in your browser and check it often. Got the latest updates from the LEB, there's an online version of our contract, you can read arbitration rulings, and learn about various committees. Maybe there's one you want to get involved in. Maybe you're thinking of making a move. There's a great seniority tracking tool that's going to be a good start to help you make that important decision. And make sure you're signed up for text message updates from our negotiating committee. It's a long process, and we want you to be informed every step of the way. Thanks for listening to In the Break Room. For Al Days, I'm Eric Peterson. Stay safe. United. Invincible. Invincible.